Welcome to the University of the Free State Career Services Podcast, where we talk to experts about the ins and outs of jobs and share tips that will give you a grip on your future career. I'm Belinda Janneke, and today with me in the studio, I've got Dr. Tato Mosesle. How are you doing? I'm fantastic. How are you, Belinda? Always good. Listen, when I read this biography, I was quite impressed and I've got so many questions. <laughs> so let's dive into this. When you were in school, did you think that you're going to become a doctor? Was that the passion? Was that the initial plan? Actually, I only made that decision in grade eight. I remember we had a live orientation project and we had to research about careers. And at the time, my favorite show on TV, I don't know if you remember, there was Dr. 90210. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so I was like, I, I love what these doctors are doing. I want to do plastic surgery. So that's why I said, you know what? One day I'm going to be a plastic surgeon. And that's where I set my goal from grade eight. But prior to that, funny story, Belinda. I wanted to work at McDonald's <laughs> because <laughs> yes. I was like, I love what McDonald's people do. They make us happy. I just thought life was rosy. I just want to work at McDonald's. But in grade eight, I was like, that's what I'm doing. Yeah, That's excellent. Listen, we have to start somewhere. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so you ventured into um, this academic space um, and, and becoming uh, a medical doctor. Mm. Just first tell me about that process, because I know that it's a tough process, but how, how did you experience it? For me, it was really clear. I loved how our high school brought in medical doctors, had career orientation day before we could decide. And I knew from the, I actually studied at Free State. So I knew if I get eight distinctions, I get a discount. And for me, finances were, it was actually a huge part of my decision. You know, I knew that if I become a doctor, I'll be the first doctor in my family. I'd be able to help so many people, but I need distinctions to get a discount. So for me, it motivated me to study. And then I got eight distinctions. I got a huge wow. of a discount. And then I was really excited to get into medical school. So for me, it was a clear goal, but I had the information that, you know, if you work hard, you get rewarded. Mm. And were, were you in a residence, for instance? Because, I mean, yeah, how, how did you get time for all of this? Because <laughs> especially in residence life, it's, yeah. it's tough to, to still be involved as well. I loved my residence life. I lived at Emily Hobhouse residence. And I think I wouldn't trade the experience for anything. Um, sisterhood was built from the beginning and you get mentors. I had people studying nursing. Um, biomedical sciences, you know, BSc, and they would all guide you and you'd see, oh, one day I'm going to be like this person. One day I'm going to be like that person. So I loved residency. It was an amazing experience for me. And that's where I actually started pageantry because um, in first year, they were like, all oh, first years you have to participate in Miss Emily Hobhouse. Yes. And I remember it was such a daunting thing because for me, I was actually sport orientated in the beginning. So I was like, oh, I'm not a beauty queen, but I'll do it because it's compulsory. And I actually enjoyed it. I didn't make it far. I didn't even make it in the top whatever. But someone came to me and said, you know, you have this aura and I think you'd be in South Africa someday. So I just wanted to highlight the importance of residency through that story. Yeah. Now, now we are getting to the interesting part of yeah. this biography because <laughs> it says that you have been, you entered the Miss South African pageant in 2020. Yeah. How was it? What did you learn from that experience? Yeah, uh, it was such a beautiful journey. I wouldn't do it again just because of how tough it was. But I've learned so much about myself, so much about the power of women, so much about the power of a voice, you know. So I entered in 2019 in the beginning 
and I didn't make it. Yeah. And then my now husband, who was my boyfriend, was like, you know, just try it again in 2020. And that's when I entered. And it was peak pandemic. So many things were happening. There were so many uncertainties. But I knew that this is a dream of mine and I'm going to enter it. And through that, ugh, I think my life has just gotten better and better. I've learned how to speak to different kinds of people. I've learned how to show other girls that, you know, medicine is not this narrow-minded career where you have to stick to it nine to five and you can't do anything else. You are a multifaceted person. You can explore those things. You are allowed to. That's how we were created. Hmm. I must just ask, how did this happen in peak COVID? Like, did you have to, <laughs> I mean, you know, what? I can just now imagine you walking down um, and and with a mask on or something. Like, how did yeah. how does that process work? It was a quite unique experience. I have, like I said, I tried in 2019. I didn't make it. So in 2020, there were so many regulations. Yeah. But I was capitalizing because doctors were popular back then. So yes. I was like, I'm going to enter Miss South Africa while we're still hot, you know. I was like, yes, I'm a frontliner. We're fighting COVID, which was true. And then towards the end of my internship that's when I entered Miss South Africa so they they really did it strictly we didn't have roommates you lived in your own room we all had to every other week had to prove a negative COVID test mm. but we had to walk with no masks because all of us were negative at the time yeah that's and I so remember there wasn't even an audience, which yes. I liked because I'm scared of people. <laughs> so it was just my mom and dad there. We held it at a hotel in Cape Town. So it wasn't so overwhelming for me. And I could actually say what I wanted to say, but it wasn't so overbearing like it is, I think, now. But some people love that experience. But I'm glad that it was the unique COVID way that I went through it. And how did you end up in Miss Supranational? Yeah, so what does that mean even? <laughs> so supranational means across borders, you know, beyond borders. You can achieve anything beyond borders. And um, I landed up as the first runner up in Miss South Africa 2020. So all three of us were going to represent our country internationally. Wait, hold up. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Thank you. First runner up. <laughs> Woohoo. Yeah. Okay. I call myself Miss Almost South Africa. <laughs> <laughs> Miss Amper South Africa. Yeah. So I was first runner up and so I was appointed as Miss Supranational. It was the first time the organization held the license and I was the first one from Miss South Africa organization and I had a blast. It was held in Poland and I always say like I was so surprised when we get there because of the other ladies that have represented us. Other countries respect South African women. I wish we could see ourselves through wow. the eyes of other women. Like they were like, South African women, you guys are smart. You guys are beautiful. You're well-spoken. I was like, okay, I need to step into this that the world already sees about ourselves. It's unfortunate mm. that I think in our country, it's, not, it's often overlooked. You know, so many things are against women that we don't see the power that we have as South African women. I was just recently overseas as well and I came back with exactly sort of like the same experience. type of experience yeah. because it's the moment when you travel a lot that you also start to appreciate more what we actually have in our country. Exactly. And and just the freedoms that we've got. Yes. There's so much of that as well. And then, like you say, sometimes we feel like, you know, nobody sees us. No, people are very much aware of yeah. South Africa <laughs> and, and what we are doing. But yeah, congrats Thank on that you so as much, well. Belinda. Now, Dr. Moseshle, mm -hmm. this is very interesting. You have a series called The Tuesday Talks with Dr. Tato. Tell me about that. How did that start? 
So yeah, when you go to Miss Supranational, you have to stand for something. I stood for education. I stood for understanding your health, preventative medicine. And with the knowledge I had and having worked in the government space, the public health sector, you would understand that a lot of patients don't really get what's going on with their bodies or they just take the medication. They don't care. Or sometimes they arrive with a cancer and they could have prevented it with certain small things like getting a screen or checkup. So I went through to Miss Supranational with a campaign and it was called Tuesday Talks with Dr. Tato, where every Tuesday I just posted a video between five to ten minutes where I just educated people. And are you still running that? No, I'm going no. to release season two soon. Oh, that's wonderful. <laughs> season two, it will be more um, about my life because I'm at a point where I didn't think I would be. I'll elaborate further. Um, you know, after medicine, you study medicine, you do internship, you do community service. And after that, you get a job. I, I got married and then moved to Bloemfontein and there were no jobs. Yeah. So now I'm freelancing. I'm doing influencing. I'm a makeup artist. I'm sort of rediscovering what it means to be a doctor. Because I think sometimes as doctors, we, the title defines you. Mm. But now I'm learning to define the title, you know. Yes. So I do, I work when I want to work, which is amazing. And I'm actually seeing myself as an extraordinary doctor because I have time to do things that make me extraordinary. For example, sometimes I'll do someone's makeup and then they'll, I'll identify something. Shouldn't you get that checked out? <laughs> so I'll be doing, I'm very versatile and I actually loved it. In the beginning, it's obviously disappointing to feel like, oh, everybody's working in a nine to five. But I'm at a point where I'm enjoying my flexibility and I'm exploring who I am. So I absolutely love it. That's brilliant. Mm. Um, I mean, we must get you a name, like something like the one-stop shop. You yes. Know? <laughs> <laughs> one-stop shop for everything. Yes. So, that, and that is very interesting, um, you know, doing makeup and being so versatile. Mm. Um, have, have you done that in school as well, always being versatile, like a little bit of sport and a little bit of this and Definitely. that? I, I did sports, public speaking. I had the, the, this thing called a white blade. Mm -hmm. It means you just achieved everything. I was an overachiever, I'd ah. say. But I don't think I'm an overachiever. I just like to explore some things when they're interesting to me. Because I feel like if you're interested, it means there's something that you can do and then you can pursue your purpose and you can discover something amazing and impact so many people. So for me, I've always tried everything. I never thought I'd be in pageantry, like I said. My role model was Casta Semenya. I was like, I'm going to be an athlete. Yeah. And then I got a knee injury in first year. Aww. I was like, what the hell is this? <laughs> you know? And through that knee injury, I was redirected. I couldn't run. I couldn't play netball, but I could at least walk. And that's how I did it. Yeah. And where do people follow you then for this next series that's going to come out? It's Tato underscore Moseche on all social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, but mostly I'm mostly active on Instagram. And is there already a TikTok account? I'm addicted to TikTok, so I uninstalled <laughs> it. <laughs> but there is an account, but I don't post anything there. Okay. I'm going through a detox. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's better. Yeah. Sometimes you can just go down that wormhole <laughs> yes. and then it's, yeah. Yeah. It's time for our fire questions. Are you ready? Fire away. Sweet or salty? Sweet girl. Every morning I pray. My favorite word is? Yane. <laughs> I cannot live without? My husband. Yes. <laughs> love, love, love. I will never? Ever smoke. Good. Never. <laughs> I hope? To live out my purpose and to be happy. 
This was a brilliant talk with you. Uh, thank you so much for your time and, and being willing to come all the way down to our studio. I really appreciate your time and um, all of the best with this freelancing and everything else that you are busy with or the one-stop shop. Yes, thank you so much, Belinda. I thoroughly enjoyed our interview. See you next time. That's it for now. Listen to all our episodes to make sure that you get into the fast lane of career success.